Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, welcome to My First Time, a mostly sexy sex podcast from Broadly. My name is Zing Sing. I would like to be the one being beaten and I would like to be the one being quite aggressively fucked. That's the thing that I have been thinking about and dreaming about and wanking about since I was really young. Today on My First Time... How to stop wanking about spanking. The pornos tell us that BDSM requires all the gear. Whips, chains and paddles. A dom straddling her victim front and centre. I'm the boss and you're the bitch kind of thing. But is that how it always is? Hi, my name is Girl on the Net. This is a story about the first time I ever got spanked and how I learnt that my fetish is for giving guys erections. Let me tell you about Girl on the Net. She's a sex blogger, a sexual adventurer, a pioneer of the bedroom... Girl on the Net is someone who's laid bare her sexual history online, and she's been deep into BDSM since she was a student. But what was it like for her the first time round? I'm generally quite submissive, and I would nearly always prefer to be in a submissive role. Like, I would like to be the one being beaten, and I would like to be the one, you know, being quite like aggressively fucked. Um, And for me, that's the thing that I have been thinking about and dreaming about and wanking about since I was really young. Um, However, for guys that I'm with, if they're not already uh, dominant or, you know, used to having kind of really dominant sex, um, then introducing them to that can be quite difficult and can be quite hard for them. So I think we've all been there where you want to try something new because you've been thinking about it for ages, but you're not quite sure how your partner is going to respond. Do you raise it in polite conversation? Do you do it at dinner, at a bar, in the heat of the moment? Or do you just go for it and be really disappointed when they might not notice at all? But when we first got together, we had this truly disastrous shag um, because he was very shy and he was very gentle and he'd never had that kind of BDSM type sex before. Um, So I invited him back to my house on like our second date. I was like, right, let's fuck. And he was so sort of, he was quite taken aback by that and quite nervous. So we had like a very gentle shag. And it was only like a few dates after that, when we sat down and had a really frank conversation, that I realised that actually I'd kind of scared him a little bit. The kind of things that I want, he wasn't used to. And I think because I'm so used to 
thinking about being dominated and being like really vigorously fucked he had this idea in his head that like you just don't do that to people like it's not nice (laughs) or it's it's not something that anyone could want um so I think I've learned that introducing the kind of things I want gradually is vital (laughs) because I think I've probably scared quite a lot of guys where I've just gone now hit me now hit me in the face now spit in my mouth and um If it was the other way around, it'd be horrific if a dominant person was like, right now I'm going to hit you in the face. Um, I think I've learned a lot about the fact that my own desires can have exactly that kind of intimidating effect if I don't introduce them gradually, if I'm just so suddenly like, right now beat me. This guy and I had been kind of on and off for a while. Like, I don't think we were actually together at that point. We just occasionally would shag. And he was a massive pervert and I was a massive pervert. And so quite a lot of our conversations would start with, so I read about this thing on a forum because back in the day, it was mostly forums that there was a forum called Informed Consent, uh, which we used to lurk on quite a lot, which was like a, a BDSM forum and we'd read people's blogs and we'd read people's stories and the kind of things that they were doing a lot of the kind of things they were doing were things that like I used to wank about and he was really good at um just coming up with ideas and just throwing them out there so um he was never shy about going oh hey uh this thing I've always wanted to do this thing do you fancy having a go but we were fucking on my bed in student halls and he spotted that there was an empty wine bottle on my desk because I was classy like that. Um, And we were just kind of making out and messing around and he picked up the wine bottle and just went, "Um, I'd really like to put this in your cunt. Can I put this in your cunt? Uh, So I said, yes. Um, But he was quite, he had a tendency to do that. And so I think like with the spanking thing, when he was like, hey, I think you should bend over that chair and I should spank you. It wasn't unexpected. Um, It was just delightful. I quite like those little delightful moments when someone goes, hey, I really like to do this. I think, again, because it kind of like the thing that turns me on is the fact that I'm doing something that someone else is really enthusiastic about. And those little random sparks of, oh, I really want to spank you. That was really hot. I don't know about you, but I spent most of university having very lame, boring, vanilla sex. And I definitely didn't get into spanking. Uh, So we were sitting on the sofa in uh, the living room of his student house. Must have been like the end of a holiday, end of the summer holidays, maybe um, when I'd been out of town for a while and then came back to university. So we were kind of just cuddling on the sofa and having a bit of a catch up and probably drinking a bit too much um and it was just one of those you know super scruffy student houses where it's all kind of half-assed and furnished by landlords who don't give a shit so god I can't I can't really remember what it looked like it was it was quite an old house um and probably like really shabby stained carpets and really shabby stained sofas and there was this wooden chair in the corner which I think is probably what gave him the idea to say, right, okay, I want to spank you because the wooden chair was at the perfect height to kneel on the seat of the chair and then bend over the back of the chair. So you've nailed the angle of your grubby student accommodation sex chair and you've had the awkward pre-sex conversation about what you want. Then what happens? 
So I think the first time that I got a spanking, ultimately his plan would have been to do that for a really long time. So to spank me, maybe to build up to using uh, some implements or toys or whatever. But part of the problem is I'm not very patient. Like I have a really low, I was going to say I have a really low tolerance for foreplay, but that's not really what I mean. Um, I'm not a fan of too much build up um, because like ultimately what I really like is getting fucked. So I think he would have happily spent an entire evening like beating me up and doing lots of different like filthy pervy things. Um, but after maybe five minutes of him spanking me and just feeling his hands like smacking my ass and then touching my cunt, I was like, we we definitely have to fuck now. Um, so probably what he'd, I would guess, anticipated to be like a couple of hours of fun actually turned into about 15 minutes because I have absolutely no patience whatsoever. So it was over in five minutes. Is that a long time or a short time? I can't tell. I probably spend about six hours on Instagram every day, which puts that into perspective. It's a bit like queuing up for a roller coaster for an hour, only to come out the other end and realise that it finished in under the length of a Christina Aguilera song. Before I'd ever been spanked, um, I kind of fantasised about it a lot and really kind of enjoyed the idea of it. But the first time I ever got spanked, the actual pain came as quite a surprise. Like I think I've been kind of wanking over this idea for ages of guys uh, beating me and smacking me and like the sounds of it and all of the kind of atmosphere with it, that when it actually came to it, the first time I got spanked, I was like, oh, shit, that actually does hurt quite a lot. <laughs> um, so we were in my um, boyfriend at the time, we were in his student house and everyone else was out and we were in the lounge and he bent me over a chair and made me pull my skirt up and pull my knickers down and started spanking me. And he did that thing that most people do when they first start spanking because they've seen it on the internet or they've seen it in some like BDSM book where they make you count off the strokes like one, thank you, two, thank you. And I was really confused because I was like, I was massively turned on by this to the point where we only really did it for about five minutes before I was like, oh, you have to fuck me now. You really have to fuck me now. This is amazing. But I didn't really enjoy the counting. I didn't really enjoy the pain and I couldn't quite work out like, what is it I actually like about this? Because I do like this. I like it loads, but I couldn't work out whether it was the pain or whether it was just the atmosphere or what it was. And I think I realized about maybe two or three months later when we went to a fetish club for the first time, because we've been doing bits of pieces of spanking and beating and using random implements around the house to uh, beat me with. And throughout the whole time I've been going, okay, well, pain is clearly not what gets me off, but something about this is really horny. Uh, so it was only when we went to a fetish club for the first time and we got shown round by um, the kind of mistress of the dungeon, basically. She was showing us what all of the equipment does and um, the St. Andrew's crosses and all of the different bits and pieces. And we got to this spanking bench and she said, do you want to go? You know, do you want to bend over and I'll smack you? Um, so obviously I was quite keen, uh, and my other half at the time was, uh, exceptionally keen as well. He held me down by my shoulders, um, while she sort of went to work. And just like when he'd spanked me, there was a lot of pain. Uh, there was a kind of nice warm build up, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe this is a little bit about the sensation. And then I realized as he was holding me down 
and I'm just looking straight ahead, I can just see his dick start to grow in his trousers and get hard and throbbing and pressing against the fabric. And I think it was at that moment that I realised it's not the pain that gets me off. I don't want to be spanked because I'm a naughty girl or because I just enjoy the sensation of being spanked. I want him to beat me because it makes him hard. And that was the moment when I realised, like, I don't I don't think I really have a fetish for BDSM, but I have a fetish for doing things that get guys hard. I think I get that. I mean, everyone loves to feel desired, right? But I wonder if it's a little bit more socially acceptable for women to be the objects of desire rather than men, at least when it comes to heterosexual relationships. And now you've had your first spanking experience. What happens then? Do you chase the spanking dream with every man you meet? I honestly don't think that anything will ever fully satisfy that need. It's not about like chasing the next person or the next dirtiest thing, like just continually doing more and more and more. But I think a lot of it is about chasing that moment when you get the rush of suddenly realizing that this person is getting hard or that this is a uh, this is giving them a real kick. Okay, so the spanking happened in student halls and it only lasted for five minutes, but obviously it involved all the bells and leather whistles, paddles, choke me daddy, necklaces, leashes and all the rest of it, right? There's so much pomp and frippery around a lot of this. I mean, because obviously when you see it online, like often you're seeing either porn people who, you know, have got set dressing and they've thought about how they want everything to look, or you've got like really enthusiastic amateurs who have loads and loads of kit, you know, to, to do things with. Generally, there is this kind of idea that BDSM has to come with leather boots and latex dresses and, you know, chains and leather and all of that stuff. And actually... Most of my BDSM play has been done in, you know, jeans and a T-shirt or just kind of in the living room or in the kitchen or, you know, you don't really need a dungeon to just get spanked. I think that's one of the nice things about spanking is you can get a lot of the BDSM fun and a lot of the sensation and a lot of the kind of atmosphere without needing any equipment. You know, you just need your hand and a naked ass. So much BDSM is frankly ridiculous. So particularly the counting, I've always found the counting kind of weird. Like I know some people really get off on it. Like I'm not going to like be down on anyone else's kinks. But for me, if I'm getting beaten, I want to be able to concentrate on what's happening. I want to be able to kind of just feel it and enjoy it and close my eyes and appreciate the atmosphere. And I find it really hard to do that when I have to basically have a maths class like one two three four one of the questions i had speaking to girl on the net was how sexy is spanking objectively is it empirically hot to actually look at a picture of someone flopped over another person's knee wiggling about and squealing like a dead fish or is it more about the stuff that happens in your head the power dynamic the relationship between two people that has more to do with what's going on between your two ears than actually the sensation of someone hitting you. The very position of like bending over, lifting up your skirt 
pulling your pants down to your ankles. There is something inherently ridiculous about it. But then I think I'd probably say the same of most sex. And that's one of the reasons why sex is fun is because in the moment of doing it, you don't feel ridiculous. Like you're doing these kind of slightly weird, squishy, unusual things in odd positions and your face is pulling all of these different weird, weird expressions. But in the moment, it doesn't feel ridiculous and you don't laugh at yourself because you're so into this thing. So I think, yeah, the hotness is that Sure, if you look back in hindsight after you've orgasmed, you go, ah, didn't we look silly? But in the moment, all that is interesting is what are these cool things that I'm doing with my body and what are these awesome things that we're doing together? So, yeah, I probably wouldn't stop and like laugh halfway through because you just kind of tune all of that stuff out because your mind's just focusing on the hot stuff. The first time Girl on the Net got spanked, she thought that was it. She was off to the races, she'd hit her stride everything from then on would just be chasing that peak. But it turns out it's not as simple as that. The thing that always frustrated me um, was that most of the guys I played with had self-control. Like, obviously, it is good that they have self-control and no guy is going to just, you know, go storming through my safe words. But I think a lot of what I was looking for was that illusion of the loss of control. Um, and I played a lot with, um, other guys like dominant guys at spanking parties or fetish clubs. And one of the things that really frustrated me about playing with some of them was that they, as a dominant wanted to be so totally in control of themselves and very calm and very measured. Like I am dealing out discipline because you deserve it. Now count the strokes. One, two, three, four. Um, that wasn't really what I wanted. Like what I wanted was that loss of control that, right, I'm going to give you 12 smacks, but I'm going to get to six and I just can't bear not to fuck you anymore. So now we're going to fuck and then we're going to do this that, and the other. So I think that's probably why, like, as I've grown older, I tend to do less stuff, um, with people I don't know that well, because with people I don't know that well, it does always have to be that, you know, very controlled, very measured, very safe kind of BDSM. Whereas if I'm doing it with my partner, we have a much better communication and rapport and he can push me in, uh, ways that are, you know, slightly more intense than a, a stranger would be able to do because we have a much better rapport because, you know, he's easier for me to say no to if he does push too hard and he knows the kinds of things I like. And, you know, so I think what I was always chasing was that sense of uh, abandonment, like, and total loss of control. And I just have to fuck you right now. And so for me, that works so much better with someone you know really well because they can really just go for it. I really love what Girl on the Net is trying to say about spanking because for something that involves the threat of physical violence, she actually makes it sound a lot like just having good sex and how important it is to manage your expectations and talk about sex with your partner. You know, stuff like don't expect it to last for any longer than five minutes. Talk to the person you're doing it with. Don't feel obliged to invest in loads of expensive gear for it which I think are lessons that we can apply to sex in general, not just BDSM. Like, I don't think I'm very good at BDSM. If you define good as like 
kind of traditional or I don't know, being able to do these kind of long scenes with lots of build up and lots of anticipation. Like I can definitely do them if I'm made to, like if I'm tied down or something. Um, but yeah, I'm not so great at patience and waiting and developing a scene. And like, I basically, I will always get to a certain point where I'm just like, okay, let's fuck now. Thanks for listening to My First Time, a podcast from Broadly. My name is Zing Sing, and I'm the UK editor. This episode was produced by Sam Bonham. If you've got ideas for future episodes, first time sex stuff, get in touch. Broadly.editor at vice.com. See you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. AdWanted UK is the provider of single-source media data for agencies, media owners, brands, and academic institutions. And thanks to our rebranded news offering called The Media Leader, we can also lead the way in championing excellence and inclusion in the media industry. To find out more, simply visit the-media-leader.com to subscribe to our daily bulletins. The Media Leader from Adwanted UK.